The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 50, the best of 2015. Hello and welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio and happy end of 2015. I'm so excited to be with you today. My name is Annette Bone and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and business forward. In our last session of 2015, I'm excited to bring you a one-stop shop in our Step to Success segment, How to Stunt Creativity in our Dancer's Dialect segment, Oops, my bad in our freestyle flow segment and the best of 2015 in our feature presentation. Here we go. Hi, this is Trisha Gomez, founder of Dance in a Box and RhythmWorks Integrative Dance. And you're listening to another session of Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Even though I'm not a graphic designer, I love seeing the different tools and templates that are available to create things online. Today's step to success is a site that I recently found called creativemarket.com, and I've linked it in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash 050. And Creative Market offers things such as stock photos, graphics, fonts, templates. And if you sign up for their email list, you get some free resources every week. So I got my first set of free resources that were recently emailed to me. And one of them included fonts. There was a resume template, some other icon graphics. And most of them, I have to say right now, I'm not going to use probably, but it's nice to have that resource available. And then I could just store it in my stock photos my stock photos folder. And so I would recommend that you check it out and build up your repository of different things in case you need it for a graphic project or also to give it to your graphic designer should you want to create something. So go ahead and check it out. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share different concepts and terminology across different dance genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the dancer's dialect is isolation. And isolation means pretty much the same thing across all styles of dance. What happens with an isolation is you move one part of your body independently of the rest of your body. And so that means when you isolate that one part of the body, which is moving, the rest of your body needs to be completely still. One thing that I found really important with isolations, for example, like a rib isolation where you are moving your rib cage 
side to side and also front to back is that you want to really lift out of your um, core area. And so you are extending as much as possible in each one of the directions that you're going to. So you're not really settling into the movement, but you're more extending and expanding the movement. And I think with dance as a whole, that's what you want to be doing. And that's what gives the quality to your dance that much more dynamic. So that's a whole discussion in itself. But isolation's also got me thinking about multitasking because it is so easy as an entrepreneur, easy as anybody actually, whether you're a mom, an entrepreneur, a student, whatever, it's so easy to get into that habit of multitasking where you're doing 10,000 different things in one, 10,000 different things at once. And that is really not the best thing for your brain. I'm still guilty of it, of course. And I found an article from Fast Company that I'll link in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 050. And it's a great short article about what multitasking does to your brain. There was a study from Clifford Nass, who is a communication professor at Stanford. His uh, research says that the more you multitask, the less you're able to learn, concentrate, or be nice to people. <laughs> that was the first time I heard about that, be nice to people. But um, it talks about how multitasking um, affects your work tremendously in terms of stunting emotional intelligence and things like making us worse managers and then also making us less creative. So it stunts our creativity. And so as dancers, we definitely don't want that. So check out the article in the show notes and see if you can not multitask as much. Maybe there's some area in your life that you can just be intentional, even if it's just for a few minutes to focus completely solely at the task at hand and see what happens. And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? Finding errors, my mistakes. It's interesting. I tell myself sometimes that I need to record my podcast sessions not so late at night sometimes. Because after I go back, I find all these errors <laughs> that I missed. And I found that the other day because I am going to be doing a rebranding of my website. Right now, my website is on a podcast-specific theme through a company called Appendipity. And it's a great theme. However, I want a little more customized look. And I've gotten it customized a little bit, but I still want to rebrand it a little bit more with some new photos and just with some new features and stuff. So be on the lookout for that. I'll let you know when that happens and the whole process with that. I'm excited about rebranding and getting that website a little bit more customized to what I want. So my whole thing with websites and anything you do business-wise, dance-wise, is that it's better to be moving forward and have something out there than try to be perfect and not have anything out there. So I'm all about progress and tweaking as you go along. And that's exactly what I'm going to be doing and what I've been doing with my website. So it's definitely a work in progress. So I'm talking about finding errors because <laughs> I, as I was going through my site, I, I just realized as I was going through a couple of the different sessions in the past that I talked about the word tango on dancer's dialect twice. So I didn't know that I, I have a spreadsheet with everything on it. And I don't know how I missed that, but I missed it. So oh well, I, I got to change it, I guess, later on. It's not that big of a deal. But I bring this up because this won't be the last time I make a mistake. And I need to be okay with that. And there was a period of time, actually a long period of time where 
I completely freaked out because I made mistakes. And I just couldn't handle the fact that if I if something wasn't perfect, or if I wasn't perfect, in my eyes, then it wasn't good. And so lots of stress and lots of emotional turmoil that I chose to put upon myself, because I made mistakes. And so it also got me thinking back to my first attempt to get my driver's license when I was 16 in Guam, and I failed. I forgot which part I failed. It might have been the parallel parking. I'm not sure. But I remember when I got back home, and we were living with my grandparents at the time, and my auntie asked me, well, how did you do? You know, did you get your license? And I just burst into tears like it was the end of the world. And so I remember this also happening with one of my dance performances. I didn't burst into tears like it was the end of the world, but I was so dissatisfied with my performance that I was just so angry and I took it out on everybody that came in contact with me. I was in high school, of course, so I was a little immature, but I just had, you know, I it's been such a process to learn that I'm never going to be perfect and I'm going to be making mistakes and I'm, I'm, I continue to make mistakes. And even with this podcast before I launched it, I thought, you know what, it's not going to be perfect. I'm, it's not going to be what I think might be perfect or the, the established podcasters that I listen to. It's not going to be like that. I can be, I can aim and strive to be like that. And one day I'll get there. But um, I just I just knew that I needed to launch when I launched, which was almost a year ago. And I'm so happy that I did because it's been such a great learning process. I've met some incredible people and some incredible dancers. And I'm so thankful for the timing of it all and just the whole learning process and knowing that the mistakes have not defined me, but have just made me want to be better. So anyway, Finding errors on my website got me thinking about all this and just realizing that mistakes are okay and we just keep moving forward. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. We are at the end of another year and I cannot help but be grateful for all the experiences, both good and not so good, that I've learned so much from. I recently met with my mastermind group, and I think it's really important to surround yourself with like-minded people that challenge you and are moving forward with their projects. And it's really cool because it's like having a success vacuum, and you just can't help but get sucked up into this whirlwind of goodness, and it's so exciting. And I hope that in sharing some of the things that we talked about, that you can reflect on what you've been through to prepare for even a more impactful year, and that 2016 is your best year ever. So some of the things we talked about, we listed out five things that we're grateful for in 2015, and these are my five. Number one, continuing to dance. Number two, I finally got to start taking hot yoga this past year, which I love. Number three... Oh, and also it's helped my dancing and just my overall fitness and and mental concentration and focus. I just love it. And number three, I'm the strongest I have ever been physically, and I'm still continuing that process. Number four, I've achieved five of the nine goals that I set earlier this year, and I will be extending the ones I didn't reach into 2016. So instead of getting down on myself that I didn't reach all the goals, I'm celebrating the fact that I reached five of the goals, and that I can continue to attain the other goals, it'll just be on a different timetable. So I'm really excited about that. And then number five is meeting and getting to know people that I would have never met if I didn't get back into the dance world. So those are the five things that I'm grateful for in 2015. 
We also shared our biggest victory of 2015. And so my biggest victory, one of them, was performing for the first time in 22 years recently when I was not planning on ever performing again. I got back into dance to get back into shape, to just get physically and mentally stronger. And so (laughs) I, I really was not planning on performing in front of an audience. And And now that I've done it, and it was such a great experience, I thought, you know, I could do this again. It just continues to push the the uh, boundaries of my comfort zone. And I'm all about that. So that's been one of my biggest victories for 2015. We also shared the biggest lesson of 2015. And one of my biggest lessons of this past year is that there are feelings that I haven't dealt with in 22 years that I've had to work through and that I'm continuing that I'm continuing to work through. And I believe it's come about with my journey, my journey back in the dance world and getting comfortable with certain things and just changing in so many different areas. So there are things that I've had to confront and things that have come up that I've had to work through. So it's definitely a process and a continuing process. We also shared something funny. And this was kind of hard, actually, for me to share. I really didn't think of anything, although I do like to laugh. And I feel like a lot of times I'm the only one laughing at certain things, even when things aren't funny. (laughs) I laugh at myself, I laugh at things that aren't funny. So I shared something on a past podcast session. So I won't share that again. But the funny thing that I'm thinking of right now is one of my favorite movies called Keeping the Faith with Jenna Elfman, Ben Stiller and Edward Norton Jr. I might have talked about this on a past podcast session. I'm not sure. But It's a really funny movie to me because I relate to the Catholic traditions that are in the movie, as well as really enjoying the scenery that they shot of New York City, which I still have not been to yet. And I'm so looking forward, as it is a dream trip of mine, to spend some time in New York City. And then also, I love Ben Stiller movies, and I found the karaoke scenes and just the comedy really funny. It's just a lighthearted, funny movie that I really enjoyed. So that that was my funny, that's my funny share for this podcast session. It wasn't my funny share for for the mastermind meeting, but I just it just came to mind because I really like that movie. We also shared our intention and vision for 2016, and mine is simply to continue to push the boundaries of my comfort zone. So whether it's performing again or doing something else that is something that I would not think of doing or just getting out there and pushing my boundaries, that is what I'm going to do. So I'm probably going to be sharing different things with you as we go along this year. But I think it's really important because as I'm pursuing this journey in my dance training, I'm finding that I'm growing in confidence in so many areas and still having to work through confidence in other areas. So pushing the boundaries of my comfort zone is going to just help all around. And I want to be helpful to other people that might be going through the same thing. So I will continue to push the boundaries for myself outside of my comfort zone. So my question to you is, what was your biggest victory of 2015? Or if you want to share anything else that I mentioned on this session, I would love to hear from you. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 050, where you can also find the show notes to this session. And I would consider it a great honor if you would rate, subscribe and review this podcast in iTunes or Stitcher Radio. 
And if you do it in iTunes, it would be great if you could do it in the native Apple iTunes podcast app. And that way I can continue to get the word out about the podcast and improve the podcast. So I would love that and give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. In the meantime, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you in 2016. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.